What's up? What's happening? You already know who it is. It's the People's Chancellor Podcast, the Uncensored Underdogs. Welcome to Seven Days. <sighs> and it is about what? 1.48 a.m. Too damn late. But you know what? You can't say that I don't care about you motherfuckers because I am up at this time after what can what most people can say is a uh, strong work day for, for a lot of us. Strong. <laughs> I've been at work all damn day, guys. Like, I'm exhausted. But where are you now? I'm recording this podcast for you guys. So, I love y'all. See? And that's, that's just how it is. So, other than, I guess, other than work, how's your week in general been? Honestly. I guess including work. Because that matters. It's very important. I feel like I have no time. Like, I'm constantly on the go. I don't sit down. I get, like, six hours of sleep a night. It's crazy. Monday to Sunday, every week, I'm constantly doing something. My calendar constantly has something on it. There's never a day where I can just chill, watch, you know, the client list or scandal, catch up on what I want to watch. No, that doesn't exist for me. Um... Honestly, it's it's crazy because majority, well, I, I can't say majority people, but majority people who are at least trying to get somewhere in life in our age group are, are dealing with the same thing. Now, I had a conversation at my workplace recently with um, uh, one of the, I guess you would call supervisors, right? Okay. And he was having an issue with a lot of um, employees not being okay with schedule changes and certain uh, things that they're doing as far as the workplace. And he asked me my opinion. Now, first thing, when he asked me my opinion, I was like, do you actually want my opinion or do you like, because I ain't got time to, you know, sit here and lie to you and stroke your ego and get, <laughs> do this whole, you know, yes, a mass of white people's bullshit. I'm, I'm not the nigga for that. And, you know, he, 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 he knows me, knows me. So he was like, no, nah, for real, like outside, like what is going on? Why does everybody fucking hate this place? Right. And I was like, well, the people that hate this place have good reason to hate this place. And I told him why. I was like, uh, now the situation that's going on is when you work very well at a normal job, what do you expect next? Either a raise, promotion, something like that. Duh. Now, what happened is they offered promotions for a lot of people and they gave them the raises. They gave them the promotion and they told them, you know, afterwards, this is this is a this is this should be a treat. This should be something that improves your life. Now, what happens is. A lot of the employees took the promotion and moved on to the next segment, which was supposed to be a more focused group. Pretty much all the top performers kind of formed their own little group and you're doing a whole different line of business, whole different thing. Now, what they didn't know is upon choosing to go into this and, and upon, you know, saying yes to the, uh, the raise and saying yes to the promotion, you lose your schedule. So now, now you have to rebid for schedules. You have to redeal with certain things like uh, certain people have maybe specific vacation days off or specific PTO that's put in. Well, you got to re-put that in. Now, my thing is that is something that should be told to someone before they choose whether they're going into something or not. That's something very important that you should tell people beforehand. And you would understand why somebody would be pissed the hell off at you afterwards when they take something that's supposed to be a gift and it turns around to bite them in the ass. And I, I, I explained that to him. I was like, right. you know, that's, that doesn't sound like a promotion to me. So you mean to tell me for X amount of extra dollars, you, you take away my time, 
my security in balancing my work and my personal life. Now, what he told me, he was like, well, most jobs, you know, they don't give you prior warning. You don't get a set schedule. You know, you just got to be ready when they want you to work. You need to come into work when they don't want you to work. You just you you don't get hours. Now, what I told him was there are places that are like that. Like my job. There's a lot of places that are like that. But here's the difference. People know working at those places that you're going to get that kind of schedule. There's a difference between, like, imagine at your job, right? If they guaranteed you, they say, hey, for the next five weeks, you will be working this schedule. We promise. Oh and, then God, two weeks, and then two weeks into it, they say, uh, bitch, never mind. How would you feel? I'd be mad. Like, extremely mad. At my job, I mean, it's not super random. Like, I know what days I'm available. Like, I know my availability days. So I'm available Thursday, Friday, um, Saturday, Sunday. Those are the only days I'm available because obviously I work. Um, I have internship full time, school full time, everything else I do full time. So whenever Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday comes and I see myself on the schedule, I'm shooketh. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's my availability. This comes to what I really want to talk about today. There's a lot of people that have been brainwashed into what I call the bullshit. And what what I call the bullshit is this idea, right, that you're some sort of cog, you're some sort of number, and you're supposed to just fill in a slot, and that whatever job it is, no matter how menial, no matter how, like, whether it's a job that, you know, there are people that get their degrees and go on to a profession or even the smallest jobs, whether it's like a fast food worker or, or a waitress or whatever. For some reason, no matter what the company is, you ever notice that the way that these companies refer to, refer to themselves, they really expect you to surround your life to that? No, it's literal. Like, you're an indentured servant, basically. It's, I'm not going to I'm not going to relate it to slavery. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like indentured servitude. All right, so we're going to take this quick commercial break, man. Thank you guys out there, everybody who's been listening to the podcast from day one, as well as all the newer listeners. Thank you guys as well. Make sure you continue to like, repost, and just share the word about the Seven Days podcast, man. I really appreciate all of it. I appreciate all the growth and the fact that it seems like we're definitely getting new listeners every single week. So I really do appreciate you guys and uh, all around, thank you. Now, for those of you who are business owners or who have, you know, any type of product, or any type of fashion line or really anything that you're trying to promote, if you want to get your product or business or anything advertised on the seven days podcast, just contact us at reggiedays at gmail.com. That's R-E-G-G-I-E-D-A-E-S at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. Now, let's get right back to it. Oh, <laughs> Almost forgot. Later days. Pretty much for the most part, uh, they they offer these situations where they tell you going into the job that you're going to work a specific schedule like most jobs do. Um, Most jobs either let you know that you're going to be on a flex schedule, which is, you know, whenever the hell we got time and whenever the hell we got hours, we're going to make it happen. Uh, the week prior or whatever is when you find out or the week of or there's there's some there's supposed to be a system in place no matter where you work correct yeah definitely definitely there needs to be a system or things don't work exactly so what 
the people are pissed off at, and for some reason this manager just could not wrap his head around why they would be angry, is that they went into a job expecting a set schedule for good. And then when they did well at this job, as a reward, they're told randomly, by the way, you got to come into work at such and such time and fuck your old schedule that you earned. And it's like a very weird, that's when everybody was like, well, I have kids, so I can't do this. Well, can I, you know, is it too late for me to rescind on this uh, uh, promotion? They're like, oh, no, absolutely not. You can't go back. So it's either you keep this promotion and you you go into this new line of business or you quit and go find a job elsewhere. At that point, I was like, you know what that is? That's called extortion. (laughs) That's exactly what that is. When you tell somebody either you do what I tell you to. Or there is something, some negative consequence that will come to you from me. That's that's how extortion works. Right. And I started thinking about it in the grand scheme of things. Because you, you know me, I'm a, I'm a ponderer. I'm one of those people. I, I always think about things, especially after a conversation. A lot of these jobs really just extort the fuck out of people. <laughs> Definitely. Like with my job, um, I work in retail. So I can have a $1,500 sale okay. in an hour and I get paid $13 an hour. <laughs> 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 You're obviously playing me. I just sold $1,500 for your company. So you, don't, you guys don't get commission? You guys are- We only get commission if we make 15% over our goal for the month as like a store. Interesting. So it's an awful concept. I hate it. And I'm going to go apply at Hooters tomorrow. Yikes. Now, speaking of waitressing and speaking of like other jobs of that nature, that's another that's another thing that I realized was a hustle a long time ago, because I remember on social media, there was that big argument uh, tipping versus non tipping. Mm -hmm. And there are there are those who are on the side of, oh, you have to tip because, you know, this is what these people make. Like they they make below minimum wage. If you don't tip, they don't get paid. It's an effed up situation. There are some people who are like, well, that's that's extortion to the customer because now it feels like. Some people I know some people who literally turn down going to sit down restaurants because they don't want to have to tip. You don't want to be forced to. All right. I'm already paying slightly overpriced, especially if you're going to whether it's a four star, five star, whatever. It's not like you're paying what it's worth already. Right. And then some places all automatically add automatic gratuity. But but that gratuity does not go to your server. What? That's that's another thing that I found out. Some of these restaurants where they automatically count gratuity in your check. When you look at that gratuity, some of those restaurants, that gratuity never sees your server. Oh, that's awful. That's an awful situation. And it's a lot of major chain restaurants out there that do that. You wouldn't even know. Wow. So it's situations like that or like when you really look at it, they literally are counting on the kindness of fucking strangers to pay them for being at work you're getting three to four dollars an hour which is like under the table i don't have a green card job type shit and for some reason people don't see that this shit is wrong it's a really bad situation i have a lot of friends um that work in waitressing but they do bartending too Mm -hmm. and the difference between waitressing and bartending people are always gonna tip on liquor that's true if you make a good drink i'm gonna slide you ten dollars like hey get lit but yeah. waitressing it's like all right 15 percent. there you go 
Yeah. What if I only order some wings? Well, not me. Some chicken with a K-U-N because a uh, pescatarian. But anyway, um, so what if you order, what if Reggie orders a $15 meal? Right. 15% of $15, what, that's like $2? About, roundabout. Roundabout $2. What is someone going to do with $2? That's less than what they're making hourly. Yeah, and when you really do the math of the amount of work they're doing, because different restaurants also have different situations. Like, a lot of restaurants don't hire busboys anymore. That's a thing of the 90s. That's a thing of the 2000s. Some of these restaurants, literally, they have the waitress. The waitress is the busboy. The waitress is the dishwasher. The waitress is the, like, she's doing all these jobs for about $4 an hour and just hoping that these people that are coming in are kind enough to tip her. You know, if I was going to count on the kindness of strangers, I'd be panhandling. <laughs> Those people make a lot of money. And they don't have to bust tables. That's the thing. Like, when you, when you really do the math, you mean to tell me they just got to hope a motherfucker feel like pulling out a $5 bill? It's a finesse. I don't know. I just, I, I, I'll, I'll never understand it. it. And that's, that's, I think that's the name of the episode today. Life is a finesse. <laughs> Because, no, that's really what the fuck it feels like. Because I was still in the same conversation where I'm explaining to this guy. Because he said he actually used to run a restaurant before being in this uh, uh, upper level management position that he's in now. He was like, you know, he looks at it the same as with a restaurant. He was like, you know, uh, when he ran a restaurant, a lot of people didn't have those set schedules. You know, sometimes you come in for a day shift. Sometimes you come in for a night shift. I was like. That does not fucking work for everyone, though. That doesn't make sense. And especially in a job where I was like, you understand that this job is a volume job. Certain jobs like whether it's uh, uh, factory jobs or like, um, you know, certain jobs, you need volumes of people. Perfect example, call centers. You need. A, oh, gosh. You, if you were to open, let's say you have money, you're like, I'm going to open up a call center. Clearly, you need to hire a ton of fucking people. You yeah. can't have a call center with 12 people. People make bank at call centers. You, it's possible. Yeah. But here's the thing. I was like, the only way you're going to keep these people is if you deal with the fact that there's going to be different people there. Some people have those open schedules. Mm -hmm. But then again, here's where you break it down to the numbers. Because I asked them. I was like, you're going to find people that have shit going on with their lives. Not a damn thing. Where this job and this company is their all, the be all, end all, everything that they got, right? Nine times out of ten, you compare that person's mental health and psychiatric health or or skills to the job to someone who has an education, has a life outside this motherfucker and has other shit to do. You're going to want to keep that other person happy because right. nine times out of ten, that person will be your top performer. Now, the problem is you guys want desperate motherfuckers. And when you get desperate motherfuckers, you get people who have no life. And a lot of these people are not the most talented people. So now you're sacrificing one for the other you can't get it all you're not going to be able to get it all the way you can is by using a system of accommodations and the way you don't lose these motherfuckers is not to lie to people right like how my manager is about to lose me because she lied she lied to everyone and everyone's quitting i don't know all y'all out there who I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody has those types of jobs those types of situations where they tell you one thing when you go through training they tell you it's going to be like this or your schedule is going to be like this or you know this is how the job is and when you actually get the job it's awful. and they know for a fact that okay you need this for rent and shit now they flip it on you and they're like well we need you to do this and when you say i don't know about that they're like well do you need rent like do you want do you a job? need to live that's when they put the gun to your head right 
I constantly get, get asked, do you want a job? Like, I will walk out of here because life, so quickly. Life is a finesse and work is extortion. That's really what it is. This shit is extortion. Raji, I just need to be a princess in some foreign country because I don't have <laughs> enough time for this. Like, Queen Shireen needs to be a reality because this whole going to work nine to five, like, Let, I and have let's no do. Time. The, speaking of nine to five, right? Let's do. The, let's let's start doing a little bit of math. Shireen, do me a favor. Pull up. Pull up a calculator real quick. Let's do this. All right. Because let's start talking about something. Because I went apartment hunting earlier, and I found something very interesting. Because there was a lady who was talking to us about, like, rent control and things like that. I was like, oh, rent control? What what do I have to make to qualify for that? She's like, you need to make less than $10,000 a year. And I was like, who the fuck makes less than $10,000 a year? Honestly, I probably, well, no, no, on the record. No. <laughs> And which is why I told you to pull out your calculator. Let's do this. Minimum wage is what? I really I don't know what minimum wage is. Seven fifty. Is it? I thought it was in the eights. Now. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it's in the eights. I don't know. I don't make minimum. Yeah, wage. I don't. I don't know what minimum. Let's let's I've say I've never made minimum. Wage. I know it's not eight fifty. So let's yeah. say it's eight fifty. Just to be okay. Let's go up. Eight fifty. Eight fifty times 25 which is what the average the average job like working hours for the week 25 is average because 40 is full-time 32 is the beginning of full-time everything above 32 between 32 and 40 counts as full-time mm-hmm. so let's say 25 right okay so 850 times 25 times 4 times 12 how much is that $10,200. So literally, you have to be making below minimum wage. <laughs> to qualify for... To qualify for rent control. Now, my question is... Okay. Who the fuck... Why would we have a minimum wage? Let's, let's really ask this question, right? Minimum. The word minimum. is supposed to mean this is the least you can fucking make, right? This is the very least you can make. So you mean to tell me... I have to jo- have a job that's paying me illegally <laughs> to qualify for this fucking place. I need to know where that place is, though, because I could probably qualify in finesse under the table how I do. Right. So let me know. The IRS going to catch your black. <laughs> no, they are not because my daddy lives in London. So they are not about to catch me with nothing. What does what, what your dad living in London have anything to do with it? You're going to escape to London? He me money. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're going to pretend to be. Uh, right. I'm. The only thing, I, well, I'm not about to say how I pay taxes. <laughs> oh lord! But the only thing I pay Keep taxes on off. is my job, not the money my dad sends me. Because that's real. It's my father. That's real. But like looking at it, looking at it in that way, just be who the fuck. And mind you, this apartment complex is full of fucking people. So I'm like, you mean to tell me all these people are making less than eight fifty an hour? It's a finesse. There's no fucking way. It's a finesse. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, however the hell I get in, I'm going to find a way to fit the fuck in. But let's just talk about that system in general, right? Let's take the finesse out of it. The fact is, the fact that these places exist, these places are supposed to exist to do what? To help people that are not making that much money. Right. If you're making minimum fucking wage, that means the only people who should technically be making less than you are people who are homeless. Technically, you tell but me. But waitresses, waitresses make below, below minimum, minimum wage. wage. So it's an apartment complex for waitresses. 
I guess so. And Uber drivers. Waitresses. Well, no, Uber, you pay taxes on Uber. So they calculate that. I didn't pay no taxes when I did Uber. Yeah, you better, you, better, <laughs> you better be careful. It was only, I only made like $100, guys. Oh, okay. If I you, quit after If day. you make anything less than, what was it, 10000 If you make anything less than 10000 you don't get taxed or some, some bullshit like okay, that. Okay, I'm straight. I'm good. Yeah, everything above $10,000 gets uh, automatically reported to the IRS. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Not stuff that goes into my bank account. but Anything that's <laughs> above $10,000, especially when it enters a federal bank account over U.S. soil, is automatically reported to the IRS. Well, the IRS ain't say nothing about it. <laughs> they'll catch up to you. They don't They do not do, like, single sweeps. They what? <laughs> I'm dead ass serious. That wasn't a t- Yo, y'all, I'm about to get messed up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I know the podcast listeners are like, Shereen gotta have a sugar daddy. Shereen got something going on. Shereen y'all. out here flying out, getting pissed on in Dubai. Whoa! Ain't, not Tag the do? Sponsor. Isn't do you that- follow Tag the Sponsor? <laughs> no. I follow them. I'm so afraid I'm gonna end up on Tag the Sponsor one day. That's not good. That's, that's that's but that's that's a whole different uh episode okay shout out to tyrese that's how he got his money back <laughs> you ever noticed tyrese went broke and then the next day he was in dubai hanging out with the sheiks that nigga got shitted on that day Listen, you know he did. someone gotta do it <laughs> shout out to all them in dubai man worshiping r kelly oh pissing on these hoes out here but um i probably shouldn't say stuff like reggie that said pissing on these hoes he has no respect. We did just we did not have this wholesome wholesome talk on the it's last podcast. It's two o'clock in the morning, dog. I can't. Wow. Help it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Crazy, Reggie. You're wilding. I'm I'm gonna tone it down. But no, nah, back to the whole moving and apartment hunting thing, though. That really bothered me. Like that bothered me, and it was a few other things. Like I don't know if it's like this out of state, but mm-hmm. I know in Florida they have this weird fascination with two bathrooms, right? No matter how many fucking bedrooms it That's is. Stupid. You ever notice that? Yeah. Everything is something and two bathrooms. Like three bedrooms, two bathrooms. No, I need three bedrooms, three bathrooms. Right. It'll be like one bedroom, one bathroom, two bedroom, two bathroom, three bedroom, two bathroom, four bedroom, two bathroom, five bedroom. Get Wait. Two bathroom. Maybe. Like we don't all want to pee at the same time? Certain places I've seen... Like I remember there was a house that I looked up online and it popped up on Craigslist and it said five bedroom, one and a half bath, right? And I I was in complete and utter shock as to how they just kept building the fuck out of bedrooms and was like, Yep, this house is done. Y'all don't need to pee. No. You guys don't need to take shits in separate bathrooms. No. Nah. Definitely not. Is right? that is what? that a, is that only a Florida thing? I've only ever Honestly, house hunted here. I think it's a Florida thing because in New York. Did you house hunt up there? No, but I had a obviously I had a house in New York. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I, I li- no, I lived there too, but it wasn't like I I went around to a whole bunch of places. Like you don't really know I no until you house me hunt. and then like my friends' houses. That's why I comp- could compare it to. I think I had Did a your five friends bedroom have more house. than two more than two bathrooms. Nah, but they wasn't popping like my family you was. You see what I'm so. saying? I don't know. Maybe this is just a U.S. thing. Maybe. But we had like five bedrooms, three bathrooms. It was something stupid. It wasn't five okay. bedrooms, five bathrooms. Like, Well, most places not going to have a bathroom for each and every room. Though. I need that, though. Most homes are not okay, built Okay, well, like I that. need that. Because my home built. is going to be built like that. 
anyway. The majority of homes, they're built for families. They're usually not built for, you know, the whole roommate situations and stuff like that. In most situations with families, you got kids. With the kids, nobody gives a fuck if kids are sharing a bathroom. All y'all should be sharing a bathroom. (laughs) You need to learn to get along with each other. But (laughs) when it comes to, like, the whole idea of, because especially in collegiate areas, I'll never understand, like, Tallahassee. I remember a place that was seven bedroom, three bath. What? And I was like, how the fuck? What? At least it had three bathrooms, though. At least. That's no, like communal, sho- communal cause, showers. Because no, in Florida, they would put two. Let's not act like we. Let's not act like we haven't seen enormous amounts, which is two bathrooms. Mm-mm. That's nasty. Then you have to worry about everybody cleaning the bathroom at a specific schedule at a certain time. I can't deal with other people. I need my own bathroom. Thanks. And the whole apartment versus houses thing. You know, apartments having the way skyrocketed prices for no fucking reason, and then the houses being cheaper. But for for the most part, when it comes to maintenance and stuff like that, yeah, the owners don't give a fuck about them damn properties. Right. Renting is renting is another joke. That's that's another finesse. A finesse. But I'm still going to do it because I cannot afford to buy a house right now. So I mean, you're a millennial, and uh, because the generation before us fucked up the economy. And uh, pretty much destroyed the majority of the world as we know it. We just got to deal with uh, the way that things are. I'm trying to buy a house (laughs) by 25, though, Reggie. Okay. I don't. I'm trying to have buy a house money. Yeah. Yeah. But here's my issue, right? Yeah. Buying a house is making a commitment to whatever place that is. I don't trust that. Anywhere in Florida is going to be. Oh, no. I'm leaving. Yeah. But it's. I'm definitely moving to the DMV. Yeah, I'm about to work for the politicians, be Olivia Pope. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's see how well that goes with the IRS. But (laughs) (laughs) you're going to have your own goddamn scandal. Yo, blowing me. Reggie's just out here blowing me, guys. Did you see? Did you see the news uh, that they made? Like they made a big deal about Starbucks giving their uh, uh, oh, workers sick leave. Yes. All right. So let's talk about this, right? Everybody's fucking sick. For those who don't live in Florida, I don't know if this is like I don't know if this is a whole country thing, but I know down here, everyone's fucking sick. Right? Everyone's sick everywhere. Yeah. And it's it's a cesspool. I remember I walked into uh, on my job. There's different floors. I remember going to the third floor because the third floor bathroom be lit. It's clean. Nobody ever be there. It's, it's lit. I go up there to use the restroom, walk to like literally walk off the elevator, turn the corner. And I felt like I was in Beijing on New Year's because <laughs> everybody had fucking SARS masks on. And I was confused as shit. <laughs> And I remember freaking out because I don't like I, I don't like weird situations like that. I just left. I just left. I didn't ask any questions. I went back downstairs and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on on the third floor? And they're like, oh, you ain't here. There's an outbreak. I'm like an outbreak of what? An outbreak. And then uh, the people started laughing. They're like, we're kidding. It's just a whole bunch of people are sick. So they gave out free masks so that people, you know, don't be breathing each other's air. And I'm like, wow. I mean, you're still breathing each other's air. Here's here's the thing. Here's y'all not letting these motherfuckers go home. Oh well, they can't take sick leave. If you take sick leave, and let's say for those of you, for those who want to take sick leave, but they don't want to, you know, go to the hospital and pay, you know, eighty dollars just to high five the doctor 
or like you know the bullshit. Eighty dollars. That's inexpensive. No, I'm saying eighty dollars. Like without just just to breathe into the hospital, like. <laughs> Cause I remember, I remember the last time I was at a hospital was for the uh, car accident I was in. Ridiculous fucking pricing, right? Mm. I remember before that, I remember going into the hospital just off of a precautionary thing, um, and walking out with a comma and some zeros, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck kind of bill is this?" I didn't even take a fucking Tylenol. Like, the school nurse has probably done more for me than I had done at that goddamn hospital, and I had to pay racks. So I remember looking at that and being like, okay, I know not to go back. Now, imagine you got a cold or something that you know you can handle at home or whatever. These motherfuckers expect you to go in, get paperwork, bring the paperwork back to the job or whatever just to maybe get your points off. And then even that, we know certain jobs won't, they'll, they'll take it into consideration, quote unquote, right. but they're not even going to guarantee that you're not going to get fired over that shit. So because yet again, they're extorting your ass and you got to come into work. They'd rather you come in and infect every other motherfucker there and risk a, a whole plague breaking out at work than to let a person or two go home. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Now, Starbucks decided to allow people to take sick leave because of how many people i guess are getting sick all over the place and people are commending them for it and this and that but that's something that you should do isn't that a humanitarian human right (laughs) if i'm sick i shouldn't have to lose days of work and lose out on my money and let's not even look at it that way right because to some people you know there's a lot of people who can't who can't even fathom the idea that workers have hearts and souls and (laughs) families and our people so let's let's look at it from a consumer standpoint right i do not want coughing motherfuckers working on my coffee oh yeah i do not want niggas sneezing that work on my 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 bagels and shit like that would be nice for them to have that opportunity to take your sick ass home i'm waiting for mcdonald's to do that too (laughs) to do what to give their workers paid sick leave yeah right (laughs) <laughs> McDonald's, do you do you realize that when their workers just asked for a raise, they built robots and fired motherfuckers? What? Okay, have you been into a McDonald's lately? I don't eat McDonald's. Okay, walk into one just for fun, just for fun. There are robots in there that take your order now. <laughs> like nah. you, you tap on the little what thing. McDonald's? Most of them, even the one the one right by UCF. Uh, Go uh, in there. They have the little machine thing. You tap your order on the fucking thing. You walk to the front, and they got your food ready. Just to remind you, niggas, we don't have to hire you. Son, you wanted a you wanted a what a raise, nigga? A raise? Bring out the robots. Everything's turning into robot robotics. Have Have you been at Target lately? What you mean? The self checkout. Oh yeah, self checkout everywhere. Yeah, it's it's getting sick. Walmart with their thirty lanes, and then they have all these extra self checkouts. And then you got the the Amazon Go store where like now they won't have any. Apparently, they're just gonna have like security workers, and that's it. They're not gonna have anybody working in the fucking store. Just scan your Amazon app. Yeah, and just grab shit and leave. And then they it you pay for it when you walk out like they but you know what you know what the crazy thing about all that is even with the jobs that we do have now motherfuckers is broke bro like there are people with degrees that are broke like 
I don't I don't know exactly your background with your family, so we're mm-hmm. gonna dive into this in a sec. But I know with Haitians in particular, mm-hmm. the biggest thing, the biggest lie that Haitian parents always tell to their kids, the biggest thing that they always push and they beat into their kids is you gotta be a nurse. You gotta be a doctor or a nurse <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Nine times out of ten is nurse. I don't even know why it's nursing, but it's the biggest thing that island people push on their fucking kids. Which is why majority of the people that I know who uh uh especially women, majority of the women that I know that are islanders, you know, a lot of them are very disciplined, they're very mm-hmm. clean, they're very about their stuff, they got you know, they got their life together. Mm-hmm. And almost all of them are majoring in some sort of nursing or some sort of medicine right. because that is all they knew and that was all that was beat into them through yeah. the slavery that is being raised by a, a now, the wild shit, the the shit that's even wilder than that, right? Do you know what a nurse actually makes? Yeah, I do. My grandma, um, she's West Indian, and <laughs> she was a nurse, and I think she was making like thirty thousand dollars back in the day. Now let's 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 do this math, right? Let's say hypothetically it went up by five. Let's put give them thirty. Nah, nurses make racks now, Reggie. Depends, and it and when I say depends, it's a big depends because you got to think there's different places to be a nurse. Yeah, and there's different positions within nursing. Yeah, what they do is they lie to you and they show you what that upper crust, that few percentage makes. Think about it this way: every last person with a nursing degree, how much work did they do to get there? A fucking a lot. Every last person. Now think about every woman that works in. What's the most popular nursing job? Period. What's the biggest places that you will always get hired? A traveling nurse. They want to be traveling nurses. That's number one. And number two, what's the what's the one that's always hiring as well? Nursing homes. Those are the two that are always fucking hiring. With nursing homes, they're not making a goddamn thing. And these women are breaking their backs. They're picking up people. They're doing all types of wild shit that they shouldn't have to be doing. Dealing with all types of unsanitary shit. Dealing with body odors and weird people and Ew. attitudes and all of that. And they're making, what, 35000 maybe 40000 And mind you, the classes that they take are way harder than so many other majors that come out making more money. Like, but so the problem is, but the, but the, <laughs> the, 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 that's the wild shit. But the problem is so many parents beat and force their kids into having this mentality that that's the only way to make a living. That's the only way to survive. And that's the only way to do some shit. Have you ever seen your quality of life working at a place like a nursing home? Right. Mm -hmm. If you really do your job the right way and you really care about them, people, you're going to be hurting all day. You're going to be sore. You're going to be tired. They work crazy ass long hours, crazy long shifts. It's fucking disgusting. And at the end of the day. Right. Let's say you do have an off day. All you're fucking doing is sleeping. Let's be real. Yeah. That's pretty much all you do. What type of quality of life is that for me to have stu- Like when you study and you go and you pay this money to, to get a degree, you're going into debt. You're spending all of this shit to get somewhere. And when you do get to that somewhere, this is that somewhere that they're going to get to. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Yeah. Man, I couldn't imagine being a nurse cleaning after people and I'm only making $35,000. I couldn't imagine paying fucking tuition. Paying tuition. (sighs) Going through midterms. Going through finals. Having loans. Having loans to pay back. Doing all that shit and then coming out to clean a goddamn bedpan or clean somebody that shit on themselves and threw it at me. Somebody's ass. When I tell you. That's what people go to school for? Like, I could never. And and that's not me like 
that's not me trying to make fun of people who are in no, that position or whatever. I'm saying that the truth. You got to have heart for that. What I'm saying is that you should be paid more. Yeah, no, they definitely should be them. It doesn't nurses, make sense. Nurses, teachers. Teachers definitely need police. to be paid more. <laughs> police officers, even though, you know, sometimes police. Hey, we, we, we're not talking about that. We're just saying in general the concept <laughs> of, poli- <laughs> of a police officer. We're not doing that. We're, we're keeping it positive. Don't, don't make me be Miss NAACP we're tonight. We're keeping it positive All right, today. all right. But not in general. Any, but no, firefighters, a, all that. A job where, because you got to think, when you're, uh, when you work at a restaurant, why do you put on an apron? Because nine times out of ten, you you don't you might get a spill. It's pretty common that something's gonna spill on you, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why you would need to wear an apron. I don't want a job where I have to put on a bulletproof vest before I walk out the door. I'm straight on that. I'm one. When I say I'm one hundred percent cool on that. Fuck every bit of that. You telling me Mm-mm. that I put a bulletproof vest on, walk out the house, and when I walk back in, I'm pulling less than thirty thousand. Some don't some cities, some cities literally less than thirty thousand. Some cities less than forty. When I tell you the levels of kiss my ass, like yeah, but some people are really oh yeah i want to be an officer that's all i want what i mean but those those are the people who aren't doing it for the money they feel some sort of spiritual alignment with i them. hate people I, can, I could never put my life on the line for some random <laughs> that's not doing shit i mean with that's, life. Di- that's different but i will say this there are those people out there who have some sort of spiritual entanglement with what they're doing so they feel like what they're doing like them being a cop is that that's what their fulfillment is so technically, it's it's that whole idea of if you work at what you love, you never you you never want to miss work, or you're never going to think about leaving work. So if literally they love just being a cop, then hey, that's that's what they got. I feel like that's the way some people feel about nursing. That's the way some people feel Ew. about certain things. That's a small percentage of people, though. Yeah. And when you look at the way that everything is stacked up, it's just it's so unfortunate, man. And honestly, I had that conversation. It was a tough conversation for me to have with uh, with with uh, a few family members of mine where I was talking about that because every single female member of my family on my dad's side, all of them, every last one, mm-hmm. they are all nurses. The- Not a single person studying anything else except for my younger sister. Yes. And my pops is fucking livid. Oh, what? he's angry. Now, here's the thing, right? And I... I'm pretty sure he blames me partially for it. Now, I don't know if she wants to go directly into politics or she wants to do something legal oriented or she wants to. We haven't had that, you know, in-depth convo mm-hmm. yet, but I, I know that's coming this week. Um, I know for a fact he blames me for the fact that she's willing to step out the mold because I've always been looked at as the black sheep of the family. Like I was the one who studied what the fuck I wanted to study mm-hmm. when, you know, he gave me his ass to kiss. I got a scholarship and I did what I had to do. I never needed anybody's breath. So I was able to I move in a way where I do what the fuck I want to do. And right. I, I thrive. Yeah, that's how I move too, and it's great. I thrive mostly out of vengeance, and I. <laughs> wow, Reggie. But <laughs> it feels so good, though. <laughs> Reggie, I thought we were reevaluating our lives this I'm, year. I'm, come on, I, getting it together. I can't. I can't be two a.m. Reggie. No, I gotta no. be. No, you need to be three p.m. Okay, Reggie. Okay, I'm a chill. I'm a chill. Oh, I'm a chill. I'm a chill. But not. Uh, it's it's tough. 
having those conversations but when i did have a chance to speak to her or even my cousin dave shout out to dave he'd be listening to the podcast as well hey dave and we had those conversations where i legit spoke to him and you know he's going into the computer technology field and he understands what i'm talking about where that shit is corrupt like the way that they corrupt these kids minds and literally suppress any idea of them just reaching out and doing something for themselves it's not it's not even about the money right Mm -hmm. it's about you finding something and doing something with the mind you this is the rest of your fucking life 60 years you doing something that you want to do for the rest of your life and not something that you just don't want to be yelled at or you don't want to be barked at or you don't want to be looked down upon by these motherfuckers like and that's the problem bro that's that really is the issue and i had that conversation you know dave felt me you know uh, a few other members of my family but i know the older members will never understand it mm-hmm. and that's okay but i really hope that like one of the biggest chips i have on my shoulder is that i know i want to i want to be big i want to be big as hell because i want to show the younger members of the family or the that next generation that it's okay to do whatever the hell you want to do as long as you grind it out you're a good person throughout the 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 whole process and you do what the fuck you love yeah i definitely agree with you um like i'm african and west indian so i'm in aso AUCF. shout out to aso and maybe 80 percent of the nigerians in the African student organization are pre-med majors. Why? Because they're African. And if they're not a pre-med major, what are they doing with their life? That's true. I have a lot of African friends and almost all of them are either pharmacists or surgeons. Yeah, that is true. It's just the thing in the culture. No, you want to be a lawyer? No, you want to be this? No, you're going to be a doctor and that's it. And you're going to get everybody out of Nigeria. <laughs> Which I always wonder is that does that really happen? Because like I'll be seeing because there's so many of them, right? Think about how many Nigerian yeah. doctors there are. How the fuck do y'all still have so much family back in Nigeria? Well, let me. I feel like that's disrespectful. I'm gonna leave that. Right, alone. right. I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm not Nigerian it's, it's, either, I'm, so I'm we're not, not gonna, I'm not talk gonna about jump that. into that. We're not gonna do it. But I always wonder, like, if that's the whole click, like that's the whole plot, that's the plan. It seems like y'all succeeding like a motherfucker. Like, yeah. There's a, a a Dr. Umbutu every two seconds that you turn. Like, they get it. Everywhere. I'm so they, proud of my people. They I'm the, not Nigerian. The but. youngest ever doctor to blah, 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 Nigerian. Like whoever, like, whoever breaks a record in something medical, Nigerian. Honestly, Africans winning, so thanks. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But um, I don't know. All in all, I'm just a big proponent for doing what you love to do and it don't matter if it's it's not not everybody's meant to create a business not everybody's meant to be a mogul or do something if you love to cook find a place where you do that where you cook it doesn't matter where it doesn't matter if you're the head chef or if you're a chef do what the fuck you want to do i'm just tired of people who i feel like never reach their potential and never to me never even walk their path in life because they're too busy trying to impress motherfuckers that don't matter and it's possible and Maybe this is, you know, I know some people disagree, but when I'm when I say motherfuckers that don't matter, that could be your own family, by the way. When I say don't matter, when you were born, guess who came out? You. you. <laughs> when you go in that casket, guess who's going down in that motherfucker? You. You. They can't come with you, homie. So yeah. when I say matter, I mean matter in the soul sense. You have to live life for yourself. You can't live it for anyone else. Can't. Can't do it. Can't fucking do it. But um, 
I'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Um, so we got two questions, man, from the audience. Shout out to uh, those who reach out to us and uh, hit us with the content. You guys are definitely a big help, and we love, love interacting with the audience. You know, the weekenders out there. Shout out to all you guys who've been listening from the beginning, as well as all you 2018, uh, I guess, noobs, newbies. Hey, so bookies. The question, the question that we have coming up first I guess this would be more to Shireen than me because I, I mean, as a guy, I wouldn't be in it in this situation. I hope I'd never be in this hey, situation. Hey, is it but, a girl? Um, it's anonymous, so I will tell you afterwards. Okay. If you have a friend, right? Okay. Who is with you while you are out with a guy? Your guy pays for your meal as well as his, your drinks as well as his. Do you expect your guy to cover for your friend? Yo, did we have a conversation about this the other day? I don't think so. I, I, when I tell you, deja this vu. is like deja, deja vu. vu. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Okay, so if I'm out with my man and my friend, I mean, if, if he's paying for me, I guess he could pay for her too. But, like, why wouldn't she have her own money, though? Now, it's and if two, she doesn't it's, have her it's money... It's two questions. It's okay. two questions. Okay. Now, first, regular situations, do you expect it? I'm Like, the question is, do you expect him to? No, because that's not his girlfriend. Now, the second question, if he doesn't want to, will you be upset? It depends on the situation. If my friend ran her card and her card got declined... Hey, that was my third question. <laughs> Deja vu. Deja freaking boo. Okay, if my friend's card got declined, then he should he should he should go out on a limb. You know, he should pay for her. Now, is there a monetary limit on this? Because let's say her card gets declined and she was going ham. Like she, how much? She racked up over a hundred. Well, if my man doesn't want to pay for it, then me being her best friend, I should pay for it. Interesting. You're a good friend. Yeah, I, uh, I don't want my friends to have to wash dishes. Yeah, She's gonna I, pay I was, me back. I was about to say you about to be back there washing dishes, partner. Busting suds. No. Nah, you need to learn my home best training. Friend, no. You need to learn home training. My best friend need to learn some home training. Come yeah, she needs some, she needs to learn some home training, but stuff happens. I mean, you know. I don't know. I I I'm a big believer in why should I get in between what god has in store for you you know what oh, i'm saying like gosh. i feel like who am i to <laughs> if y'all saw how i'm looking at reggie right now i'm giving him the dirtiest look nah. because people cannot you know stuff happens every day there's monetary limits to- i'm gonna tell you stuff happens with 20 dollars. stuff happens with 30 dollars. stuff happens with 40 dollars. once it passes i think once it hits that 50 dollar threshold depending on where you're at of course at that point, it seems intentional. Okay, but what if, what if my girlfriend is traveling? Say she's from New York and she came to Florida. When I travel, my card gets declined. Oh, her chase night. card got declined. Yes, my like chase card gets declined. Listen, and then I have to call the bank. You know how we said earlier, life is a finesse. Let me tell you, I've seen this situation. It's hard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Just being fair, because I know that does happen to people. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna act like it doesn't. It's tough because so many women have done it 
as a finesse. It's hard for niggas because you don't want to feel like that simping ass nigga who's who's paying for her friend's shit. It's like an ego hit where you feel because it's not a monetary thing. It's not like oh I I can't believe I'm spending a hundred. It's more like a you feel low key tried. Like you feel like on some do boy shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, <sighs> but I mean, okay. So if why is my friend even at dinner with me and my man? Like, did my man, like, did we invite her out? If we invited her out, then he should be paying. Ah, see, that's a different element to it. That's a Yeah. Good, I agree with that. That's a different yeah. element to it. That's different. Like, why did we just invite her out for this expensive meal when I could have cooked at home, she could have cooked, he could have cooked, somebody could have cooked, and we could have done that at the house. Why do we even have to go out? That's different. Exactly. That's definitely different. Hmm. In that case, if she was invited out by the couple, then the couple sh- should cover it. That makes sense. It's yeah, the same so my as, man should it's the same it. as it's the same as date rules. Exactly. But if that is not the case, I can see why a nigga would be reluctant to yeah. do so because it feels weird. I'm, a, I'm being honest; it feels like a finesse, and that's where the anger comes in. Because no nigga wants to feel like he's being finessed. And nine times out of ten, what ends up happening is you end up paying for the chick only because you just don't want your girl to be mad at you. Yeah. And that's the type of Because I would be mad. I'd pay for it, then I'd go home and not talk to him. That's the fuck shit. Especially if it was like $10. Well, that's that's pride. At that point, that nigga just feel like she tried his ass. (laughs) That's pride. At that point, you can't. And I feel like a super cheap amount. Maybe this is a hot take. I don't even think you could be mad at that. Because clearly it's not even that he can't pay. It's literally like, oh, no, bitch. You going to like. <laughs> you need to learn some if home training. If my man made me take out my debit card for a $10 <laughs> transaction for my home girl. He didn't make you. It, what if he gets mad at you for trying to pay for it? He's like, no, she need to learn. We need to. Then I get moment. mad at him. This is not a teaching moment. I'm not going to do my best friend <laughs> like that. I don't know, man. You stopping her from her destiny. I think the bitch destined to wash dishes. But anyway, thank you for the question. You know what I'm saying? Just know that as far as Shireen, she believes that her nigga should be a sucker and pay for it. And I Not believe. Not a sucker. A good guy. By Shireen's standards, a good guy and pay for it. I believe bitches be finessing too much. I don't know who to trust. I'm not gonna pretend like if she's a genuine if she genuinely caught in a weird situation with a bank or whatever, I'm with it. If I feel like there's some funny shit and she just a bird and she doing some bird shit right now, I ain't gonna lie, I'm mad at you and your friend. <laughs> for putting me in a situation for me facilitating bird activity. <laughs> Dang, man. And you know I'm real for that. You you know that's real. Nah, like we're not trying to put you in no bird situation. It's a it's the principle of the thing. Stop the madness, Reggie. Thank you for the first question. So uh, moving on, second question. uh, I guess it's appropriate that it's two fifty seven a.m. because it's a bit of an after dark question. Oh oh. I I guess I'd have to phrase this differently for each of us to be able to answer it. Um, This is a question about Viagra on young men. (laughs) For the love of God, I need to stop checking the emails. Um, no, I love the questions. All right. So I guess putting this in a way where it'd be more towards a woman. Um, 
have you ever been with a dude who was on a Viagra pill? Not that I know of. Would you be willing to try female Viagra? Because that's the new thing that was just created. Wait, 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 wait. what does this female Viagra do? I have no idea. I, I didn't, I don't, I heard about it like earlier today. I was looking on Twitter and I saw a dude talking about it who was like, I don't even understand what that would do to a woman. And that was the like tweet. The tweet went viral. He was like, what the hell would female Viagra do for a woman? But I, gotta I didn't see no this. responses. So you Google, Google that, it. and I guess I'll talk about my experience with it. I have never tried it myself because it looks scary to me. I've seen it in movies, and I've seen, like, American Pie. I think it was, like, the second movie he tried one. And and he had to, like, get a needle to, like, there was a whole thing where he had to get the blood extracted and stuff like that. The nigga was hard forever. He was in pain. He, was, he looked like he was going to die. And I've heard of, like, you could get blood clots and it could cause heart problems. Ew, ew, ew. Oh, that makes me so uncomfortable. No, I meant, like, no, bodily. Like, blood like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, it could cause heart problems. Damn. For sex, I don't know if it's worth it. My thing, because if you're young, you're not supposed to be using it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, now, uh. I know of other people that are friends of mine that ordered them. Because niggas was up. Nah. Hell no. I told you, I'm too scared to try some shit like that. <laughs> the la- You understand one of my biggest fears in life. It's two of them. It's two of them. I'm, I'm going to name both right now. Okay. One of them is dying in a way where I, I embarrass myself and or <laughs> my family. That's one of my biggest fears in life. My second is dying in a way where niggas be like, yeah, he should have. Wow. Like, you know, certain people, like, let's say, oh, damn, what happened? Oh, man, that nigga ran up. He ran up on somebody. He was like, man, fuck you and your mom. And that nigga shot him. He'd be like, yeah. Yeah, he should have. Like, I don't want my death to make sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. <laughs> what if you die in your sleep? That's different. It's not that it, oh, like, oh, that's what should have happened. It's more of, oh, that was peaceful. I don't want niggas to be like, hey, well. <laughs> okay, I got the definition for female Viagra. All right, so what does it do? Okay, so female Viagra is the first drug to te- to treat sexual dysfunction in premenopausal women, dubbed the female Viagra. Uh, oh, so it is for younger women. Yeah, it's for it's for my age group apparently premenopausal. Yeah. Mm. So it's the treatment of hypo hyperactive, I think that's hyperactive, sexual desire disorder. So it makes you dis- desire sex. Like if you don't want to have sex, it'll oh, make you, so like it'll fa- make you horny. Kind of like uh, you know those old TV shows that we always watch where the guy always wants to have sex with his wife and his wife don't ever want to have sex or she don't have a drive anymore and stuff like that. You know, like that's how all old TV shows was. Yeah, I guess this is the way to solve that. I guess that's. I'm yeah. assuming that's not right though. What's not right? If I'm not in the mood to have sex, then we're just not gonna have sex. Yo, that's some dangerous shit though. That wouldn't. So isn't that kind of dangerous? It could potentially be. What if a guy slips that in a girl's drink? Oh shit! That's that, that's a date that's rape some drug. Wild, that's yeah, a date that's, rape drug. we got a game changer, man. That me too shit for them be real in twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, twenty years from now, shit for them be lit. That's All y'all niggas going to jail. All oh, y'all going no. to jail. Fuck. Who would think that that's a good idea? Eh, well, niggas, yeah, 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 niggas. But nah, back to the story though. 
had a homeboy who was a roommate of mine. You know, people be up at four, five, six o'clock in the morning watching uh, infomercials and shit. The nigga found out that uh, apparently when you order Viagra over the uh, telethon line, like you know the one eight hundred da 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 commercials. So he was ordering. He or no he he saw it the commercial. Oh, Jesus. And they said they give them for free, no questions asked. <laughs> so the nigga was like, shit. <laughs> he was like, let me just order some. I'm like, are you really doing? He really did it. He set up a situation. He had a chick. Everything. He was like, yo, y'all boys, tonight's the night, whatever. He went out. Next morning, I'm getting ready to, you know, leave the house or whatever. I'm eating breakfast. Nigga come in the house talking about, man, I'm still in pain. And I'm like, in pain? He was like, nigga, it wouldn't go away so she wouldn't stop. I'm like, so did it even feel good? He was like, bro, apparently... From what his words were, your dick is so hard, you don't feel anything. Oh my! So gosh. you're just like a dildo, like you're just you're just a human dildo, and she feels she loves it, but you are just there. And the problem is, until you bust, you are stuck. Oh no! So you like literally, it's like imagine flexing a muscle as hard as you can, and it's stuck that way. And that nigga was like, they um. He said it lasted four and a half hours. Because they said if it lasts more than six, you got to go to the hospital. Jeez. And he only took, mind you, the dosage comes in two pills. Yeah. He took a half of one pill. Imagine if dude took both pills. He would have died. That's why Viagra is not. He would have died. It's not for younger people. He would have died. (laughs) Nigga would have died with a hard dick. Wow. Nah. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like, that's a, can you imagine explaining that to a nigga's family? So, your son, um... He OD'd on Viagra. On Viagra. Uh, I wonder, but, like, okay. So, when you die, is your dick still going to be hard? Yeah. Rigor mortis. (laughs) (laughs) Son. Sick, right? Fucking sick. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Shout out to... uh, Whichever weekend out there thought that was the great question. It was a good question. It was a good question. Thank you. I just like crabbing sometimes, man. I'll be grumpy, Reggie, man. You got to catch me. But you already know right about this time, it's time for the weekenders. For those of you who are newer listeners, uh, the weekender is just that time where we leave our final thoughts for the audience, man. Just leaving a, a little piece of us for y'all to take on with you for the week. So, what's happening, Shereen? Okay, so please stay away from people that want to kill you in your sleep. Whoa. All right. <laughs> oh, less common sense on that. <laughs> so I was, I was watching The Bow Breaks. Um, it's the. What movie is that? That sounds familiar. It's the movie where. Um, sounds couple, like a movie I didn't rich like. Rich black couple. They have a surrogate. That's the Morris Chestnut movie. Yes, with fine Morris Chestnut. He has no teeth, but continue. Anyway, so um, basically, like, his surrogate was crazy, and she wanted to kill um, his wife. Okay. So she could be with him. As side chicks do. I feel you. I feel side you. chicks are crazy. Uh, no side chicks 2018. Thank you. <clears throat> Main chicks only. Um, well, you never have to have a side chick if you don't claim anyone, but we'll, we'll talk about that next episode. Whoa. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. It's okay. We got we got time to teach. Wow. Okay. So basically, like, girls crazy and Morris Chestnut 
tries to grab the baby from her and he almost kills her in her sleep. So do not befriend anyone that thinks about killing you in your sleep. That's, Stay away from the snakes in the grass, y'all. That's great advice. <laughs> For those of you who never thought of that before, that's I hope I hope that helps you. All right, and I guess uh, that leaves me with uh, my weekender. Now, I guess if I were to go off of uh, the topic that we were talking about before with the, you know, fucked up jobs and the economy and dealing with renting houses, renting apartments, finding places to live, and just dealing with the fact that almost everything is set up for either us to be pimped and or extorted. Um, find a way to survive. Stick and move. That's that's my weekender for the week, man. Stick and move. There's like been a that. lot of there's been a lot of upsets and a lot of weird things that happened in the beginning of this year, but I I took all of them as learning experiences. Um, it's it's gonna be a lot that I can't really talk about now, just for legal reasons. But I'll be able to speak about within the next few months. Ooh. That yeah, it's 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 a lot. But when Where we you do, got big things coming. Well, more like. Big things that fell apart. Oh. But <laughs> okay, we are not we are not discussing this. Good night, guys. Yeah, um, it's been a wonderful time. Yeah, I can't talk about that. But when we do get a chance to talk about it, it'll be a real interesting convo and a few. Uh, we'll definitely have a few guest stars and really get to dig into that subject. Um, but as far as you know, right now, just keep sticking and moving y'all we all like honestly these are things that we all deal with on a daily basis everybody has their troubles people have health issues people have you know uh, uh, uh legal issues people have all types of things that are going on family that they got to take care of family that they don't fuck with like you know mm-hmm. issues with their love life issues with personal life issues with anything even psychiatric Facts. issues Facts. you never really know what the person next to you is going through but you do know that they still move and know you have to move if you don't move, you die. Exactly. And that's what it is. But I go by the name of Reggie Days. And I go by the name of Queen Shireen. And this has been Seven Days, man. Later days. <laughs>